0: Welcome to Look Who's Talking NFL, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Campbell likes to gamble, and so do we. It's super week and Super Vegas. Chiefs, Niners, again and again. The Chiefs are getting points in the playoffs. Here we go. Freestyle.
1: Freestyle.
0: Here Yeah. Up. yeah. The Chiefs are going to chief, ladies and gentlemen, they sure are. And the Lions are going to lion roar. Jesus, God, we got a lot to talk about. Welcome to Super Bowl week. we got two episodes before the big game. Uh, Episode 170. Look, who's talking NFL, your favorite Canadian NFL podcast, gambling style. Uh, all 100, 170 episodes brought to you by the wonderful people at Huck Media. Go to huckmedia.ca or follow Huck Media on any and all social media feeds for any and all media needs. Uh, I did not mean to rhyme that, but it's one of those weeks. Uh, my name is Jeff with a G. You can follow the show at Hughes Talking on TikTok and Instagram. We got a lot of pics, a lot of live betting stuff going on before the Super Bowl. And our wonderful co host you can follow at Weird Mike, spelled weird, M-I-C, on Instagram, with his assistant Baby Cat, who was helping him pick the big game, as per usual. Uh, we got Super Bowl MVP talks, some props, chat, what the fuck happened in the, in the Final Four this weekend, uh, a.k.a. the the champion, championship games. And uh, just some comparisons going on between these Niners and some former Super Bowl teams that I can recall that might help you sway your bets. And as I mentioned in the preamble, the Chiefs are dogs again because apparently vegas sports books hate money more on that as we continue uh, but we're going to make you some money this week we got some fun picks to talk about some props it's the super bowl and it's legal gambling world holy shit there's a lot of options so let's sort through some of the bullshit and pick some actual fucking winners and uh let's have some fun with it weird mike how the hell you doing i know the regular Main gambling NFL season is over and we've entered into the la la land of the Super Bowl, which is both fun and sad because there's only one game left, no full slates for at least half a year. How are you? Lo- love me a
1: full slate. You know that. Week six, better than the Super Bowl. You heard it here, here, folks. We got an ice cold, weird mic. Let me tell you what I am grateful for this year, Jeffrey. In the yeah. Super Bowl, la la. I actually yeah. like that Super Bowl la la because it's easy to get lost in the la la, throwing fucking two hundred ninety million variables. And uh, nevertheless, a new lens was lost. Does everybody remember the new lens that won me over five thousand dollars in a nine-week span? I believe eight weeks, something like that. It was pretty good December for you. And what sprungboard it was the Turkey Day jumble in the schedule. A full slate on a weekday. Nothing throws a monkey wrench. Now you got your Super Bowl la la. I will return to the Super Bowl red hot. I am also red hot and I'll share with you later as the episode unfolds. But episode 170, Vodacom everywhere, okay? It, it- yeah. yeah,
0: wherever you're listening all over the world. Ni hao, pribyad, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao. And as Weird Mike just Vonnegumped <laughs> all over everyone's fatch. All right. Uh, we're two minutes into the episode. Weird Mike's already made up a word. Sprungboard. That is the past tense of springboard. He's sprungboard yeah. into the new year. Red hot. making five grand. All right. Super Bowl, called, uh, La La Land. We love Vegas. If you're listening to this show, you probably love Vegas, whether you've been there or not. If you haven't, go. Mm. Make sure you get the sandwiches at the bottom of, of uh, Planet Hollywood in the lobby right next to the casino. What's it called, Mike? The Duke of Earl's. Bucket Hot basket. sandwiches. Best sandwiches in the world. Shout out to Hernsey Christian. When he was there with uh, with Mike collecting their winnings from the circuit contest, he sent me a pic of a fresh... Duke of Earl's hot sandwich, and I was so jealous, so jealous. Um, if I was filthy rich, I'd have one of those in my house. Like that—that—that's how good those sandwiches are. Uh, yeah, man. Super Bowl in Vegas, like they're keeping the boys away from the Strip. They're, they're staying at Lake Lock, Las Vegas. Which, if you've ever flown into Vegas, uh, you fly over it. You probably haven't been there. Uh, they got a five star Hilton right next to a Tuscan Village, and they got uh, anyway. They're all staying there, but half 25 miles from the strip. But it's going to be bananas. A uh, different it's part of my life. I'd like to. Uh, I want to go to a Super Bowl, or at least go to a Vegas for a Super Bowl. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like the top of the mountain as far as tickets go for me because Super Bowl. It's it's. I'd almost rather go like to an AFC Championship game, like in Buffalo. Now
1: you're talking.
0: You know, like where. Hey all it it is if like that it's not the super bowl crowd like i don't want to spend 10 grand to go to like i don't 10, want to, 10 20 whatever the fuck it is it's too much okay i'd rather spend that and go watch at circa in vegas right um unless buddy. like the bills are in the game then maybe i'd go
1: this Super Bowl is shaping up to be douchebag central, bro. Save your money. As I say that, I'm actually working up the nerve to attend a very interesting Super Bowl party, Jeff, at oh, the yeah. Four Seasons in Toronto, hosted by Shad Khan's nephew. Whoa. Who's been in charge of the Four Seasons hotel chain. Is this the same I allow the son who's taken over the wrestling. Okay, I was going to say someone runs AEW. Yeah, yeah, it's not him. It's one of the offspring there. What are the cons? Yeah, it's four hundred and fifty bucks. That's all you can eat, all you can drink, and your admission includes an entry into a draw that have ten prizes. The leading prize being, of course, a Super Bowl twenty twenty five package. They should call the contest the Wrath of Khan.
0: That's a (laughs) Trek joke.
1: (laughs) But also, they own Fulham. They got Jacksonville suites. Like, there's 10 prizes. All of them include an NFL or Premiership experience. Whoa. And I'm working up the nerve to just go there, man. To just do it. Fuck your sister-in-law's bacon dip. You heard me? Okay. Give me Chef Susu at the four seasons let's ratchet up Huck, you want to roll with man me? let's meet down there let's do it so you know i don't know how big the room is but even give me a one out of 200 chance into a super bowl give me a 2% chance sure you know, we've been,
0: chance. we've been doing this show so long remember when we were part of a super bowl contest yes Th- through um through my boy uh rob mcdonald's running group and uh, that, that, okay, that- was all in that uh doer used to used to be in hey huck what's the name of the running group again team i will i team i will shout out to team i will shout out my boy rob uh yes. one of the most inspiring individuals that i've ever known in my life from a spinal injury when they told him he couldn't wasn't going to walk again he looked right at the fucking doctor and he said actually i will and now he runs marathons and raises a lot of money for people in similar instances and yeah they ran a wicked contest for super bowl tickets through one of their sponsors that we were part of. Oh, we've been doing the show a long time. I forgot we fucking did that. Um, but yeah, as I said, season seven. Season seven, man. And I think if I if, if someone gave me like a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar gift certificate and it was like, hey, here's for any sports events in the world. Like, what what, what would you go to? I don't think the well, Super Bowl uh, wouldn't be it for me, I don't think. It's not the top of the mountain. Give me like the Olympic gold medal hockey final. Like, anywhere in the world. Uh, and i take my dad. You know, like, what, and if, especially sure, if Kansas is sure. in it. Uh, I, McElhinney went with his dad to the gold medal game in Vancouver, and I always yes. thought, like, that was fun. Like, we were on the streets, in, on House Street, losing our mind in Gastown with Nolan at a hotel, and then the, the whole city exploded. But also the Masters. I think the Masters, that that's something. The Masters would be dope. Like, you give me a $20,000 sports gift certificate, I think maybe the masters especially if it's like tiger's last one and he's capable of winning. I follow him everywhere.
1: You just, uh, jogged my memory as I scan the seven seasons and the super bowl contest. Shout out, Rob, one of the fucking baddest dudes on the planet. Yeah. Fuck you, doc. See in 10 years at my marathon. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, I think season three, season four, I went on a serious take that the season ended on Championship Sunday. And a little heat, a little flat. I think that's where Shebro was invented. Never meant to offend any of the ladies who worked very hard to put on the Super Bowl parties. Just not for me. Like I'm sure many of my nights are not for
0: you. You know what I think is happening, Mike? I don't think you're offending anybody. I just think that I think that if there is any transgendered uh, people listening to this show, they think they're getting shouted out by you more than you think they are. You know what I mean? They're like, Oh, sweet. Yeah. We're getting some recognition. I look who's talking. We are the she bros. And you're just thinking, you think you're calling out like the ladies that listen.
1: Nevertheless, championship Sunday was the take. I'm going deep because on Saturday night, yep, I know a lot of people's favorite show Saturday night live. They did their opening skit on SNL on Tony Romo. Who I hate. There was a fake Batty Romo doing my exact bit from season three or four of Look Who's Talking, how Championship Sunday was the end. What are dudes supposed to do? The hate on the Super Bowl party. You can put that in the microwave now because you got 290 million Swifties. That's what that reference was earlier in the show, by the way, not dollars. Yeah. It's so, I shot out of the TV like somebody was plagiarizing. I was calling the next jokes. We're going to post the link. I'm not a big link poster. I'm going to go out of my way so that you guys can see how good this material is on this show uh, way ahead of its time. You guys got front row access to some of the most bizarre sports mind. And by the way, another idea, shout out Royal and the origins of this show in the shed. We got some X-rated sports coming. From Snoop Dogg and a couple of badass West Coast dudes, just guys chopping it up. Y'all like, what the fuck is that guy doing on that play? And talking shit about baby mamas and like, you know, so that's all down the pipeline. Where was our angel investor in the back of that shed, eh, Hugh?
0: (laughs) I love how you think that's in like their, that's the official like sort of sell for the show. Hey, we got Snoop Dogg covering live sports with some of his boys. What are they going to talk about? Baby mamas and shit. <laughs> Love it. Sign me up. And don't, get me, and don't lie to me, bro. You're definitely a link poster. All right. Yeah, a bit of a link poster. What do you mean? What was the last uh, link I, I posted? I'm just kidding, man. I, 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 don't fuck a, with me. I ain't no link funny, poster. It's just a funny word. <laughs> yeah. I ain't no link poster.
1: I hate those people. You're anti. Right? You're anti-link poster. I get it. I'm bro. anti. Over the top link post. You want to support some once in a while? That's all cool. But like link to anyway, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Romo and SNL ripped off this show verbatim. The skit, all the diehards. You'll remember the rant. It's very true. It's very relevant. And it's very magnified this year with KC and San Fran. Jeffrey? Romo's getting
0: getting worse, bro. Worse? He's, He's getting worse. Like, you want to just tell them to shut up, you know? And I like I like listening to the commentary. Like, I, I really do. Like, I, I'll turn the Manning cast on for, like, a, maybe a little bit, but I want to hear Joe and Buck call Monday Night Football like, like I'm a kid again. And, man, this, these AFC playoff games are fantastic football games, and Romo's overexcitedness, over-predicting – mixed in with his ruffled voice. Like he's got to always clear his throat up. I'd rather just listen to Jim Nance and occasionally get Gene and like, like, you know, I, I give me, give me Jim Nance and some, and, and, and Faldo. Okay. He's, I don't think you give a fuck that he's a golfer. Give me Jim Nance and Faldo. Call him football.
1: Bring in Steritori. I'm all about. sterator. I love sterator. but I'm not about him in the booth when they show him, he looks like the weird neighbor that just kind of showed up at your house with like a, like a bundt cake or an apple crumble. <laughs> and the guy just wants to stay there. And it's way, much shorter
0: than both of them. He's also got such a nice voice compared to Romo. Yeah. I yeah. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm more, st- more Italian, less Romo. I'll tell you that SNL crew nailed
0: how fake Batty Romo is. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, man, so that was oh, some man. quality programming. Also, everyone's loving Olsen. And, and so, so, Greg Olson, the commentator on Fox, the current number one spot, took over for Troy Aikman. Hard shoes to fill. He's the best in the business. However, uh, he's done an okay job. I'm not a huge fan. I just think it's too bland. Uh, also, that they they don't question the refs' calls enough. Oh, oh, there was a holding. They don't even show. They don't even talk about it. And, and the holding kind of ruined a very important drive. And just anyway, I'm excited for Brady, and not just because I'm a Brady boner. All right, which I do. But I think he'll be good at it. Anyway, that's enough about the commentating. Let's talk about the game here.
1: No, no, no. But um, the hype around Olsen this
0: week was just
1: to give him some boost as Brady enters the building, if you will. Yeah, he's he's overrated. It was was very college quarterback ego boost him. You know? It's uh, Hatterberg at first. He doesn't have confidence. Well, give him some. Give him some.
0: Hatterberg. Hatterberg. Picking the shame. You know how much baseball writers hate that fucking movie? They're like, oh, look, Mm. the... The Oak, you know why I like it so much. The, the Oakland A's had some of the best pitching, like in in the world, and like some great other great players. And the movie made it seem like Hatterberg fucking got them got them into the playoffs. Hell of a flick, yeah. Hell of a, hell of a movie though. All right, okay. uh, let's go game. I know you yeah. like. Well, no, Everybody, let's talk. Let's, let's just recall these these championship games first. Um, first and foremost. This game's going to haunt Dan Campbell forever, even if they do redeem themselves and get back to a Super Bowl, which is a big fucking if. Uh, Rex Ryan said this on on Get Up on ESPN and nailed it. I like Rex on TV. Yes, I do. He's honest. And he just said this. First of all, he obviously lost his mind about some of the decision making. But then afterwards, and, and just and on the analytics, not thinking momentum's real. Um, and then like not going up three scores, just how much that would have to change the Niners approach the rest of the game. Like you're halfway through the third quarter. If you go up three scores, Brock Purdy's gonna have to do everything. They can't run the ball in enough time. Two scores, they can run the ball. And they did. Anyway, then he's just like, this is gonna haunt him. I don't care what he says. I don't care what what thought process or what aggressiveness got them here. So you may as well just keep going with it. He's like he's like, I've lost a couple AFC championship games. And they fucking haunt me every day. This is Mark Sanchez's Jets, right? Yeah. And he's like, they haunt me every day. And I didn't make as dumb as a fu- dumb fucking decisions as he just did. Like, isn't There's a whole bunch of little mini decisions that I made that I wish I could take it back. But nothing is glaringly obvious as kicking the field goal twice there and then calling the fucking timeout uh, to run the ball on the third down. Just throw it four times. Or throw it three times kick a field goal. You're down 10. That field goal, that timeout, makes you have to kick an onside kick, which is now a 2% thing in the NFL.
1: So, for me, diehard gambler, started eight years old, blackjack Easter, Beatrice's basement. Um, For me, it turned 180 in one moment on Dan Campbell for me. I'm not saying I'm a fan, but I no longer hate... This dude, okay, he did it again on the third down when a two-score game was still required. So that was fourth and goal, that touchdown, everybody. That seems to be lost in the shuffle here. There was a
0: third. Fourth and goal was the touchdown for them to go from
1: down 10 to down 3. Yes, but as you can see, it's incredibly hard to get into the end zone in a moment like that. When you need to, when they know you're going to throw the ball, if you will. Yeah. And he still went for it. It is officially a sickness and does not deserve anybody's hate. Okay. Dan Campbell, (laughs) if you invite him to your party, is a gambler. Okay. (laughs) If you get him to your Christmas party, he will gamble. You give him 53 lives underneath him. More with coaches. And training staff. A hundred men on that sideline, Hewlett. That Campbell's in front. He will gamble with everybody's fucking chips. So you gotta make peace with that. And I don't think it's gonna haunt him. Oh yeah. Because do you still gamble, Jeff? When after that horrible loss or that haunting loss? Yeah, but I'm talk but I have a system where there's, what there's are we talking about? Systems. Nobody's accountable in systems. No, what, it's got to be a man. And in this day and age, this motherfucker is standing up there saying it's me. And I fucking I'm down with it. I'm no, down with it. But I'll the, never bet on it.
0: We're talking, to, we're talking. We're talking a Lions fan base and and an ownership group and city and state that's never been to a Super Bowl. They're one of the oldest fucking teams in the league. You know that, Mike? Okay. NFL championships before Super Bowls, they have some of those. This is a long fucking time. They haven't even been to the AFC championship game in 30, 40 years, whatever. So you're just, you're you're gambling with a lot here. It's like being an investment broker and you take this investment group that hasn't won in 40 years. Okay. And you are their dream broker. And you're like, you know what? We have an aggressive uh, thing on the market and we're going to take your little $10,000 investment. And look at this. Here we are four months later. We're all fucking millionaires. And they're like, this is great. Let's let's, you know, we should, we should, uh, let's cash out. Let's save some of this. He's like, no fucking way. This is what we do. And then he loses it all. All right. Loses it all. And then gets to the podium after. And he's like, yeah, we may never, we'll never do this again. Now that might be our only shot. Like a guy who was playing with fire in your house, burns the whole house down. And then comes out and explains to, to you, the your whole family. be like, you know, we were, uh, we probably won't have another house. We shouldn't have played with fire. Like it's, it blows my mind. It's, it's you know I, there shouldn't be meddling owners, but there should be some sort of emergency red button phone, like a bat phone, from the owners box there to is. every coach. There is. It suddenly is like, hello. Like, and this is Martha Martha Ford, okay, <laughs> or Sheila Ford. Sorry, Sheila Ford. Hi, Dan. Uh. Uh, Sheila, I, how did you how did you access my headset? I just want you to know if you don't kick the fucking field goal here, um, you're fired and uh, never allowed back in Detroit. All right, we have This is the biggest. We we have a seventeen. We have a fourteen point lead. We'd like the seventeen point lead, please. All right, kick the fucking field goal, Dan. I don't care what your book says. Anyway, I was
1: just infuriating. Uh, for the record, he doesn't have a good kicker. The Money Badger is not money. Okay, I'm not saying not saying you can't do it, but it's th- that was the only mistake. So going for it on the other one was less. It was all about the 17 point lead, like you said, Rex Ryan said.
0: Also, and like, and, and the Niners, like they're down 17, they get the ball first, they march, but you hold them, you hold them to a field goal. If you get that field goal back, it just erases everything they just did, and you get all the momentum back just with three points. And I fucking love going for it on fourth down, Mike. Okay. But this is where analytics was drunk. On TV, it said if they kick the field goal, there's a 90.2 chance they win the game. 90.2. But if they go for it, there's a 90.8. And that's when I said, next jet stats, you don't fucking understand football enough. Okay? This is stupid. It's fucking stupid. It's like all the times that that teams have 99% chance to win in basketball or football, and, and then they lose. If it was really 99%, it wouldn't happen so much that, that the other team happens to fucking win. So there's something wrong with these statistics. And it, I don't think it'll be fixed for five, ten years. And we'll be looking back five, ten years from now being like, do you remember those old next-gen stats that were just so skewed? Like not thinking. Anyway,
1: that's all That's all a prop and a tool of legalized betting. Yeah. Getting guys to bite on certain things. No, it's, an, it's an
0: industry. Like it's. a. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's so, it's fucked up this fucked it's, up. Honestly, it's no different from than big pharma. It, it, Dan Campbell needed a longer halftime. Okay, like that. half they, they? They're up seventeen. They were so shocked to be up seventeen. I don't care what they say. Oh, I don't know. We were confident. We knew. Now this is the Niners in Santa Clara in your first NFC Championship game. Their thirtieth. You were not expecting this, and they needed like a two-hour halftime to chill the fuck out. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know what also is being uh, undersold here in this game as we head to the AFC in a moment. Yeah. um, Was at the end of the first half, he had to call a timeout and be talked in to taking the three. And I bet he regretted it. (laughs) Yeah, it was fourth and goal from the. It was the same play as as the at the one at the end of the game. They were like the seventeen, similar, yeah. No, 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 it was like the three yard line when what they it? kicked that. Yeah, the end of the I half. That, the half shot.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe the five or something. I that's was tight. shocked they, in they kicked that one at the end of the half.
1: Right, but, but that—that's smart though. Go up three scores. <laughs> it gave and made a huge loss for the books because the auto cash hit yes on lion seventeen, which I sprinkled on as I was jolted, and then everybody nutted up. The halftime line was pretty juicy because. It so, looked in check, like they knew it wasn't like the line of scrimmage was tilted or anything. That you were getting great odds in the Niners because the Lions looked like they were going to win this game. Yep.
0: So, can you guys explain that auto
1: cash? Why does that? Why is that a thing? Because uh, they fucking slurping your knob. and want to keep you on the green devil, bro. Can so, you do that? Can you explain in English? <laughs> For so,
0: <laughs> people who maybe aren't gamblers, and maybe. they want to give you the Green Devil. Okay, okay. in in Layman's terms, there's oh, certain in, sports in books. Term,
1: I got you. I got you, in Layman's and in Layman's. Certain sports bad, books. You bet the Lions seventeen, and they go up seventeen nothing. And they give you that money, a hundred, and it was plus three hundred. It closed that.
0: Yeah, so you, you win hundred percent of back, your
1: bet, and they want you to get down on the Niners and lose all that Lions money back, or
0: take a touchdown one you just want to piss it back more than anything yeah. it, it differentiates itself from other sports books so what's like for instance is, it, is this bet 365 right yes yes right so they so if you know if they're off you order auto caches and other sports books aren't you know like that's just a, that's a differentiator for sure and uh <laughs> i don't think uh i don't think that could be a tile eh, Huck? <laughs> slurping <laughs> on you that's I bet you got a lot of coffee spit out hilarious. on a morning drive there with that one. Uh yeah. So either way, uh s- certain websites, certain sports books have that. Uh in football, it's 17 points. You get you win your bet. Regardless of what happens the rest of the game, you win your bet. In basketball, what's the what is it? Up 20? 20. Up 20. There you go. Hockey, up three goals, up four goals. Three
1: in hockey, two in soccer. How about that? 20 in college basketball, but that usually holds not too many 20 point comebacks.
0: Yeah, on my side, I just get better. I get better odds than all the bet builders and they offer all these alternate yards and alternate points for basketball down. And I just like that. I like taking guys to get one rebound and four points. Okay. Um, all right. So the AFC game, AFC championship game chiefs as a four and a half point underdog. Fucking right, bro. All right. Felt like the casino was giving me a hand job. Um, and they march right down the field, and Baltimore decides to not run the ball most of the game and have Lamar drop back like Dan Marino fifty times. Weird game plan. Uh, Lombardi said this on the GM shuffle, and I agree. It's like Baltimore lost this game on Tuesday when they made their game plan. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, I mean, that makes sense. I want a big, big shout out from Look Who's Talking for those who, who gamble with me. No, I'm a big. Big gambler on Marquez Valdez Scantling, and the last throw of the game won your boy Hugh almost two hundred bucks. Over receptions, over yards, over longest reception for our boy MVS. Love it. Did you go two and zero last week, Hugh? Two and zero, yes. So we went zero hey. three two weeks ago. Two and zero last week. Chiefs and Lions. Bury the lead. Bury the lead. Uh, It honestly, it honestly felt easy for me. The Lions gold pick. Oh, felt easy. Look at this guy. I fucking lost my shirt here. Oh, felt easy. Well, I, Mike, I can't. I don't know how much I can do to convince you to take the Chiefs, okay? (laughs) I try. I really do. (laughs) I really do. I'll tell
1: you who else got down on it, and the Taylor Taylor Swift conspiracy was willock Oh yeah. Oh, this guy was just, if you don't think Taylor Swift's going to be at that Super Bowl, he was saying this a month ago before the playoffs started. He didn't care about no draw, no nothing. He's like, she will be there. My I love goodness. I love Willock, but he's always been a bit paranoid. You know? <laughs> well, now you know he's going to get gain stronger in that paranoia <laughs> because it just came true. So watch out, everybody. Choose your Super Bowl party carefully because everybody is having
0: one. NFL. And everybody wants to go to one. The NFL didn't rig the AFC Championship game. Yeah, he, I did. he, did he didn't make they, no, no, no. Roger Goodell didn't tap Lamar in the huddle and be like, "Hey, on this game tying drive, why don't you just throw into triple coverage to your backup tight end?" You know, like what do you do? what the fuck are you
1: doing? By the way, they shouldn't have forced Andrews back. They were humming and rolling and should have used the bye week and the Super Bowl to bring him back. Maybe run, the fucking, maybe run the fucking ball you got the best running quarterback of yeah, all time yeah. but it threw everything off it threw everything off for Lamar okay they were ro- not saying to just target likely 10 times I'm just talking about coverages and the way they had this guy played hadn't played
0: in eight months or sorry eight weeks nine weeks how about this Mike how about this the weather the weather cost the Ravens the weather oh. was too nice it was oh, yeah. too nice. If, if it was raining or snowing, they would have had a more like, game plan. Where, Yo, why don't we just run a bit of an option here with Lamar and Gus Edwards, you know, and like a couple of like motion jet sweeps to Zay Flowers. But no, the weather was beautiful in Maryland in January. And they're like, hey, let's fucking have a Dan Marino game here. Lamar wants to drop back and max protect and throw it a bunch of times to a great chief secondary idiots. Anyway. We got Mahomes and the Chiefs crew going to their fourth Super Bowl. Fourth. Uh they only they lost to Tom Brady, they won two and they are underdogs going in to Vegas to face the Niners. Now, Vegas has been caught on the Niners since they just demolished three or four teams in a row in October. And it's like nobody can talk sharps or Vegas off this Niners ledge. Just does it and it's like they just don't learn their lessons mike all right they don't learn their lessons these niners i mean a different squad but similar went in three four years ago against very similar chiefs team with jimmy garoppolo who's jimmy garoppolo mike it's one of my fucking favorite brock purdy. he's brock purdy all right right, they're the same fucking oh. guy okay the same guy, slightly above game manager, slightly below great quarterback. From a, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo drafted, you know, what, third round, second round from God knows where? Brock Purdy, Iowa Cyclones, Mr. Irrelevant. Look, the only way you can win a Super Bowl ring if you just have a guy at quarterback is if you have a defense rocked with Hall of Famers. Do the Niners have that, Mike? I don't know, maybe, but you it's not what? quite. It's not the Ravens' defense of two thousand. All right, they, they haven't
1: played like it. No, they but, haven't. But they're due.
0: Are they? And are they
1: due against the Chiefs? They have a lot of returning. I think. I think we're gonna get like a like a Brandon Graham moment. We're gonna get something crazy from a D line. Maybe but San Fran's going to need the D line to create a massive, like a Von Miller, you know, a sack inside the yes. five, like legendary Bruce Smith on that thing with the Bills. That you know they should have made the kick and won it, and you know we'd be talking about that more. Here's what
0: I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Look, when you when you because l- let's look back at you know 20 years, 20 25 years of NFL Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Okay. The list isn't fucking long. This is gonna take. This isn't gonna take long. Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Flacco, Eli Manning. Repeat. Okay. Repeat. 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 You, you sensing Matt Stafford? All right. Rex Grossman and the great Chicago Bears defense lost to Peyton Manning. All right. It takes a hall of fame defense to get just a guy as your quarterback to win that ring, AKA Trent Dilfer and Ray Lewis and Ed Reed's Ravens. So what I'm saying is if you think that these Niners are that defense, then explain to me how Jordan love and Jared Goff in the last two weeks, have scored 66 points against you. Okay. At home. Like as in they were on the road and they came into your barn and Jordan fucking love and a bunch of rookie receivers and Jared Goff and the Lions put up a fuck ton of points against you. So what I'm saying is this Niners D ain't those guys. Chase Young. I don't know if you've seen some of these YouTube clips and, and TikTok things. The guy was jogging around, not tackling anybody. San NFC championship game. Looks like he's doing a Friday run through. He's out of shape. Or or had to poop the whole the whole game. I don't know. But the, the the fucking replays, they're hard to believe how little he's trying. Uh so I just don't think this Niners defense is as good as a couple years ago. They lost some guys. And uh I don't know, man. I just I I don't know. I, I don't I just I it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Hall of Famers Hall of Fame quarterbacks win Super Bowls. Guys, Like, guys who are just guys who ain't going to the Hall of Fame, they tend to just get there. Matt Ryan just got there. Rex Grossman just got there. (laughs) So, Brock Purdy is Rex Grossman, eh? I don't know who he is yet, man. This is his 17th game. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's great. But I'm saying even trying to judge that from any of these first takers is still too premature. Guy was... He played what eight games last year? Seven? Then got hurt. Then he played, uh you know, he played this most of the most of this season, but the first yep. three games they were protecting his arm and they run the ball a lot. They got the best running back in the league, they got the best offensive tackle in the league. Uh, they got a pretty good O-line because Brock Purdy makes about double what you make, Mike. You know, like they can afford a great <laughs> fucking all-star team. So I just, uh, I be wary folks. I don't, I don't understand the spread. I think the Niners are still a good team and they have a chance to win, but this should be, I think 10 years from now, when we look back on this game like the Chiefs should be favored by over a field goal. That's just
1: me. I think that everybody, I think everybody knows how lucky KC was that Baltimore laid this huge egg. So there's not a lot of momentum behind that i see uh obviously the bills win i'm not
0: trying to take away their, their credit i'm just talking about what we saw last like what did you do for me lately what have you done for me lately exactly they not what have the niners done for you lately brock purdy throws a fucking pass off a guy's line, helmet right. for 53 yards that should have been intercepted like they there's the, the lions gave that game to them the packers gave the divisional to them so i just they what have you done for me lately uh, I don't know. They lost. They lost to the fucking Rams and Carson Wentz. Like they, they haven't done anything for me lately, besides be lucky for real. So I don't know. I've, I'm all on the Chiefs. I'm not gonna hide it. And I think all of you should be too.
1: Wow. Money line. You're not even fucking with the
0: spread. Are eh? you looking for that auto cash or what? Yeah. Give me the fucking money line. Uh,
1: I, I'm. Yeah. Can I make a suggestion? Can I make a suggestion to you, Jeff? Sure. That's a pretty strong conviction that you just shared with our viewers. They, they're they playing hey, their worst football. I wanted everybody to know that Jeff was saving some of that for next week, but that was, that was raw football emotion yeah. unattached from our boy Hugh. Uh,
0: right. I feel like it's games like this. This is why I do what I do. When I so, see something that I feel like is clear as crystal that maybe others miss. That's so. it.
1: Man to man, friend to friend, shed to shed. Yeah. I urge you to stay away from props this year and put all your money on the Kansas City money line. F- nibble on your MVP like you've been doing, but just fucking get behind it instead of... Because you know what? How many times have we... I mean, I've done it too. I did it with the KC Super Bowl. I was all over Tampa when they lost, right? In that apartment in Hamilton, wherever I was. Yeah, yeah. And you piss back some on props. It takes the sting away a lot, right? You're left wanting more. But the ultimate football satisfaction, as I've learned, is just getting that final game right. and not worried about who did it or why they did it or how they did it. If Purdy coughed up two picks or if, you know, Mahomes was just regular old
0: Pat. What do you think of that, Jeff? Don't even answer. Answer me next week. What do you mean? Don't even answer. It. Look, okay. You no, know, no. This is good because you mentioned this earlier. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell threw the 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 Lions' life savings on the line. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then you said, "Well, Jeff, you're a gambler. It's because I never do that. You know, I'm not saying there's like a, a hardcore system in place where I do the exact same thing every week, but I, I don't. I never do the rounders thing. I never throw all of my load on one game." You know, and then, and and that's it. You're I don't want to drive a truck. Watch. Allow me to clarify. What, you, what I'm though. saying like is, is that
1: Super Bowl load. Not so I'll,
0: no, no, I'll throw I'll throw three units on the Chiefs, but then I'm taking one or two units, and and trying to build a props ticket so that I can turn a hundred bucks into ten thousand. And if I win three hundred on four hundred on the Chiefs, great. But I the 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 risk reward ratio. Of nailing a couple props, which has we've done before, to win thousands of dollars from fifty or hundred, that's half the fun, and half of the 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 gold. Like you know, if if you if you're a whale and you could throw ten grand on the Chiefs to win ten grand, great. I don't have ten grand to throw on the Chiefs, but I have a hundred to win five grand, uh, on a couple of props tickets, which I'm pretty good at picking. And yeah. and the big the if if OBJ doesn't get fucking hurt two Super Bowls ago, that's a $10,000 fucking game.
1: So you giving us any of those props today or are you going to save them for next week, brother? Um yeah, no no no. I I uh I absolutely love a couple props. Um because you got honors, son. You went 2 and 0. My no-name teaser was absolutely destroyed. You understand me? <laughs> okay, we're talking one of the worst beats of the year, okay. So by all means, are so you got a little playoff mojo going, hey, into the Super Bowl, and now you dropping what props on us? Yeah, are you two and throw zero. Throwing that Chiefs money line on the bronze.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, okay. What well, a little pre pick before the music. Uh, I I love double results, okay. And, and you know, a way to take the Chiefs, a way to take the Chiefs, and in a in a way that might make for a more even game. And also sets up a nice hedging situation is if you think the Niners are going to come out to a kind of a revenge start, you know, it's like Kyle Shanahan revenge tour. Keep in mind, there's only four or five Niners still on the team from that team five years, four years ago. So if anybody wants revenge, it's like Kittle, Fred Warner, Tr- and, and Kittle, Warner, and Williams. Williams. I don't think Trent was on the team back then. No, I think they signed him after for Washington. Yeah. Um. Anyway. It's uh, just a double result. Niners to win the first half, Chiefs to win the game. I'm not necessarily saying that's going to happen, but it, it's a great way to have the Chiefs to win the fucking game uh, for great odds. And if the Chiefs win the first half, you know. Anyway, just for a unit or two. Um, all right, I'm just pulling up these props now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Kill Cue the music. Cue picks. Here we go. You. Yeah! Gold pick. I'm going with my boy, Marquez Valdez Scantling, over 17 and a half receiving yards. All right. Uh, he's a veteran receiver, regardless of what you think of him. Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid trust him. His snap rate has gone way up. Okay. Kadarius Tony sat the last two games, which means Marquez Valdez Scantling has been on the field a lot more. Nicole Hardman fumbled at the goal line. Well, Andy Reid don't look like that. All right? He ain't on the field that much. Justin Watson's dropping some balls. MVS isn't lately. All right? Been there, done that, caught playoff balls before. If you don't remember the last playoffs, okay, he beat the Bengals. He was like the number one receiver for Pat Mahomes against the Bengals. All right? He can get this one catch in the first quarter. And wouldn't that be nice? That first quarter cash. It's beautiful. All right? And it's yeah, just... It's mostly long stuff for him, too. Exactly. And it also, they like to get to either him or Watson early just to get some of those safeties off Travis Kelsey's back. All right? So rather than going to Kelsey, bang, 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 in the first quarter, they like to spread it out. Rashidi Rice, he's going to get a lot of catches. But MVS just needs one or two to keep the safeties honest from covering Rice and covering Kelsey and covering Pacheco out of the backfield. All right? If, if that third receiver... Needs adequate attention, uh, especially in zone coverage. MBS is a zone breaker. His long arms, he's got a big reach. And if he doesn't get 18 yards in the Super Bowl, I'll be fucking surprised. Gold pick. And I know it's a bit of a crapshoot with Chiefs receivers. But in the playoffs, Andy and Pat's game plan, they seem to shrink down to about three or four guys. In the regular season, maybe 10 receivers, 12 receivers catch balls. The playoff seems to be about five or six. We're going Marquez Valdez-Scantling over. All right, silver pick. Look, Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan are going to use their best weapon, which is Christian McCaffrey. And he's their best weapon because Brock Purdy only has to throw it about four yards to get it to him. And Brock's going to be nervous. Kyle's going to know that. And so Christian McCaffrey is going to get at least 10 targets out of the backfield. All right, it's hard to run on the Chiefs. It's hard. And also, the Chiefs, Spagnuolo's defense, bend, not break. Are right, they going to give up anything deep to keep Bo and Ayuk? So you want to run McCaffrey for four or five yards all game? Well, the Chiefs think they can outscore you that way. So, look for McCaffrey to be, like, Spags is just going to make Brock Purdy, throw it to McCaffrey. We're going to, hey, here you go. Take the guy in the flat. He's open. Chestnut checkers. Take my pawn. Here you go. We're up 7 0. We don't think he can be patient enough. But Christian McCaffrey over 34 and a half receiving yards. All right. Silver pick. Christian McCaffrey over 34 and a half receiving yards. I like the fact that he's probably just going to fucking break one for 25. So there, there you go. Christian McCaffrey over 34 and a half receiving yards. All right. And my third pick, another prop. All right. I'm taking Juwan Jennings over 15 and a half yards. For the Niners, because I think the Niners are going to be losing. Uh, The Chiefs are going to be winning this game. And it's great when you can get a favorite. Uh, Basically, when you look at props, oftentimes the favorite in a game, their receivers have lower yard totals because Vegas is figuring they're going to be winning the game. Well... I don't. So I think the Niners are going to be losing this game and having to throw much more than Vegas is expecting. So give me their third receiver, Juwan Jennings, who's on the field all the time, to catch a couple early balls. In the same sense, we're taking MBS. It just takes a little bit of safety pressure off Kittle, off Debo, and off Ayuk to uh, throw it to Jennings. Also, guys guy's a good receiver. So 15 and a half yards, Let's go. Uh, again, I love that first half cash. I think he could have 20 yards by the first half. He's an intermediate guy. He's not going to catch deep balls, but he's good for those 10, 12, eight-yard plays, those little outs and ends, and uh, just keep the safety uh, honest. And yeah, give me Juwan Jennings. Y'all know I like those second and third receivers, but I like this even more so just because of the, of the game track that I'm foreseeing, which is the Niners having to come back on the on the Chiefs because that's what they've had to do their entire playoff run. They are starting slow. Brock Purdy appears to be nervous in the playoffs. He is starting slow. He's missing open guys and Pat Mahomes I don't think he's going to be nervous at all. So I like the Chiefs to at, at least by the third quarter be heavily winning this game. And not heavily. Up 10. And Brock Purdy and all of his receivers, are all their yards. I like all their yards, maybe besides uh, a. Duke, just because he's going to be up here 80 or 60 yards. It's too much. Okay. So we got about uh, MVS over 17 and a half yards. Christian McCaffrey over 34 and a half yards receiving. Uh, and Juwan Jennings over 15 and a half yards. Those are all minus 110. And up. Uh, yeah, those are your props. That's your props podium. You. You ops podium, yeah. Um,
1: Jawan Jennings more as the flair for the dramatic, like I could see him doing like a helmet catch or something. He yeah, I mean, would be a helmet catch guy, yeah. The new Tyree, so he's made two in the, both of their games one was a fourth down, and one was like a a third and forever. So, Jawan has Purdy's trust
0: for sure, yes. And, and uh, Kyle's he's on the field all the time, he's not like he doesn't rotate in that much with other receivers. Scaling has a lot of snap counts because he's big and he blocks. Yep.
1: And that was, uh, so that's, that's not necessarily, I'm not saying I don't like the yards, but a lot of that snap count is is running. Like there's never a thought of a pass
0: with him on the field. Yeah, you know, he's. What do you mean, no, he's a lot, like What well I mean is, on runs. as a guy who bets MVS props all the time, I know when he's on the field, I know when he's open. It helps. I know when he just goes to Kelsey anyway,
1: you know? It helps. Yeah, I'm surprised that number
0: is so low because his last two catches were both over 30 yards. Right, so you can take him longest reception over. You can take him. Th- that's that's for the fucking game. I'm loving. I love anytime I can get a guy's total receiving yards for the game in one fucking catch. Um, so yeah, and he's healthy. Love that. He just made a big catch to win the game against Baltimore. Confidence is high.
1: So I got a, I got a weird pick. I figured. It involves, kind of what you do here. <laughs> uh, it involves wrestling. Oh, okay. George Kittle wants to be a wrestler. Yes. He's made it public. Yep. He plays the role of villain. All tight end eyes. The year of the tight end. Olsen. Kelsey. Swifties. Here comes Kittle. Plus 8,000. We're talking season changer on sixty beans, folks. Get it, get it. Plus eight thousand. I'll tell you why. It's it's more than the tin hat, tinfoil hat. Although he does love to steal shit, he is very, very um, adolescent, very juvenile in a good way, trying to keep things light. But the Chiefs got a great D line, and the Chiefs got a great secondary, an aggressive secondary Snead Reed couple others their weak court is the linebackers they're going to be all ready for that C-Mac run and of course those leak outs great call on McCaffrey potentially getting seven to nine targets Um, but I think they're going to be ready for that and I think Purdy what's the theme for weird Mike Hmm. young white QBs Need a bestie. And Greg Kittle is a pretty darn good guy to invite to your sleepover. George. Okay. George Kittle, I apologize. George Kittle, you wanted your sleepover as an adolescent boy, which many people think Brock Purdy still is for the record. So I think he shines. I think Purdy has his rookie moment here or there, but I am predicting A Niner D bounce back, which shares the load. We're talking one of these broken tackles down the middle, a la Larry Fitzgerald for Kittle. Something like what you hit with Hughes, where a screen goes, supposed to be nine yards, and this motherfucker takes it 68 to the house. God bless him. (laughs) With one opening. Hey, guess what every Super Bowl has? A slick track. Okay? These tight ends, that doesn't really affect them. That's more of a receiver a DB thing. We're getting great money on somebody who loves to steal the show, who, as you mentioned, was on that sideline, that faithful leap year. It was. Go. So I'm going to get down. What is is that? I'm going to do some quick math here while I'm 80 times 60 is $4,800. Yes, sir. Let's dumb that down to 50. Okay. (laughs) sounds reasonable. <laughs> what do you think, Huck? 50 times 4Gs. That's it. Come with me, folks.
0: Tittle. Okay. Uh I like the odds. be nice. I be like nice. the odds. The odds are great. Considering Kelsey, the other I mean there's either two of the best tight ends in the world. One of them's getting plus almost plus 2000, plus 1700 1750 whatever. Uh for Kelsey and the other one's getting plus 8000. Weird how those are the two starting tight ends and Vegas has the the Niners as a favorite and the starting tight end of the Niners is triple the odds of the starting tight end on, 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 uh, uh, I think you're getting a lot of, I think the line just uncovered a
1: mystery here as you dig into these MVP odds. The Mahomes MVP is the counter to the line. Weird. They can't make, KC, a favorite, you understand? Because they, they could if they wanted to. The the double is there. They got to protect themselves a little bit because MVP from Chiefs are what, three guys, more or less? I think Vegas
0: won equal, for those three guys. It's like 60-20-20, you know? I did read this that Vegas had. there's so many futures, like so many heavy futures on the Niners that Vegas needs people to bet the Chiefs. So, there's sports books have kind of come together as a conglomerate. So maybe you're right, because maybe they uh, secretly they think the Chiefs would be a one or one or two point fave with the best quarterback in the world. But they there's so much liability on the Niners that they need tons of Chiefs money just to kind of even even it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. Just throwing that out there. Um, come of- that is, Jeff. That's ex- that's very true, right? I read that. Well, like there's always, well, a reason. Um, so anyway, for for the Super Bowl MVP, uh, if if I was gonna pick one from each team, I would go Christian McCaffrey on the Niners plus four hundred. Just if they win, I think he's the reason. I'm gonna, and
1: I'm gonna make this bet right now before I get fucking talk myself out of it.
0: And then uh, I'd go Isaiah Pacheco, starting running back on the Chiefs if they you know if they over cover the receivers and they just invite Andy Reid to run all day because Ben not break defense what's my Pacheco, Pacheco goes for a buck 15 and two touchdowns and Mahomes throws a pick. Uh Pacheco at plus 3300 on some sites. I'm seeing him up, up to plus 3500. It's the starting running back on the winning team in, in my mind so yeah, well, we've been burned on that with the Chiefs before, so don't. I know. Damien was it? Damian Williams a couple of years ago. Right,
1: Damian Williams,
0: because they picked the Super Bowl MVP with ten minutes left in the game. That's gonna. That's
1: changed. I bet you that's changed. They've smartened up.
0: Either way, right after they picked the Super Bowl MVP, Damian Williams ran for a what a thirty-five-yard game-sealing touchdown, his second of the day. But they had already gave it to Mahomes, who threw two picks that game.
1: pays $3,445, and that is a live on-air bet, George Kittle, MVP. Woo, as he would say. Let's go. (laughs) Yo, he walked into the Chase Center. Uh, He went uh, front row. He's on the Super Bowl tour, right? And uh, he walks courtside with some fine-ass Puerto Rican lady. Woo, mommy. I'm telling you, these guys got some mojo going, and the the bite of defeat, one of the few that will perhaps rally the youngster and
0: troops. Um, all right. Uh, anyway, great episode, everybody. Uh, uh, thanks to everyone for for participating in our regular season picks contest. Some of the best handicapping we've ever had on the show. Congratulations to Mark Robinson, Andrew Bedford, and Jeff McGarry fin- finishing first, second, and third. They have all received their Team LTD gift card, AKA discount code, for $250, $150, and $100, respectively. And also, Team LTD is offering the same thing we did last year. All right, we're going to give away a free hoodie uh, to anyone a- who can send in DM at Hughes Talking one underdog pick. And the underdog pick with the highest odds, as in the most underdog, uh, that actually hits, wins. And you'll receive a free hoodie uh, from Team LTD. Contest available only in Canada. Because fuck shipping to the States. Y'all know my pick, everybody, for that contest.
1: Kittle, plus 8,000. MVP is my bad. Add it to your DMs, Hugh. That was a cool contest last year. I think you should put... Three or four dollars on every entry that submits to you, because- Mike. We have more
0: listeners than we used to have. Uh, that, that would be like 40 or like, okay. that could be anywhere from 40 to 80. But hey, picks, what if these? I'm just saying, if it's a reasonable amount,
1: go ahead and drop a, a deuce or a, why,
0: why don't you fucking do that? All right, you got more. Well, zeros don't you fucking
1: me? Allow me access back to the account. I'd love to, man. It's been a five year ban. Hey,
0: Huckster, what's you have, going on here? What do you mean? This is not social media related. You want to throw down three or four bucks on all, I'll send you all the picks. Okay. Yeah, maybe
1: actually, you know what? I'll, yeah, do it, do it. Because if I don't work up the courage to get down on the niners, then I'll be on all of the props. See, I'm the opposite of you. This,
0: this super Bowl, I don't have the conviction. Why do you, why do you need? Why? why, why so why can't you just be like, you know what? I'm going to take my chance on the best quarterback and the best coach. Like, what I understand why you're waiting, you to, waiting to find a reason you, to take you the Niners. Think, you think it's hate against them, but if you look back
1: at my betting and all those challengers,
0: you love Alex me. Smith's Chiefs and you feel cheated on. <laughs> those were your Chiefs, that was your guy, <laughs> that was your alpha. <laughs> that was
1: also when, a season two, was a season two? Alex there.
0: Smith left the Chiefs, so did you. <laughs>
1: yeah never understand why their mascots a wolf but nevertheless um happy all-star weekend in toronto here in the six supposed yep. to be buzzing bit of a flop yep. so far but everybody that came in god bless and uh everybody on the game crew that's uh listening to the show part of
0: that world god bless the all-star weekend man should be fun i wish they go back to two teams you know, just one little thing like four teams. It's just it's it seems it's a bit of a confusing sports event. Give me two teams used to be Gretzky versus Mario it was awesome. You know, and then the boys. Um, anyway, also Pro Bowl games this weekend. I'm interested. And there's some gambling to be done on it. Um, And it's also just fun. I think the Mannings make it, the whole thing's fun. Anyone who hates on the Pro Bowl, just fucking stop hating shit. Okay, if you don't like it, change the channel. But it's like <laughs> there's way too much fucking hating of shit that doesn't need to be hated on at all. All right, if you hate Taylor Swift and, and Kelsey, fucking change the channel and go masturbate. Like who cares? Why? Why does this stuff bother bother you? I don't get it. Uh, the Pro Bowl games not your thing? Great, don't watch it. But just because you don't want to watch something doesn't mean you need to hate on it or be offended by it. Everyone fucking relax. Stop being offended by so much shit. All right. Anyway, uh, Huck I want a super bowl prediction from you. Score and winner right now. I like the Chiefs by I don't know, 28-24. Ooh, I like that. Also, the Super Bowl exact score thing. Watch out for the big on that. Don't throw more than a buck or two, but they are fun to throw a buck or two on. I've hit a couple. Most notably
1: Huckster, a 28-24. Seattle lost to New England. The interception gave me like twelve hundred bucks. How about that? And that that VIG should have been like like that bet should have paid like 3200 dollars Right, but, but it doesn't. Yeah.
0: So just be careful on those. All right. So Huck's yeah. saying Chiefs tw- 28, 24. Weird Mikey, you didn't give us one. You're gonna shrug us I off like a flag. I will okay. certainly not I'm, I'm glad Huck it. came in with a solid one, though. That was quality stuff. I'm gonna me off the hook. I'm going uh Chiefs 27. Niners 21. All right. They lose down they lose by six points. Brock Purdy gets sacked by Chris Jones to end the game. Do
1: you want to know why I'm not like gung banger on the Niners? I'm not Niner Niner uh, Bang Bang, like what they say.
0: Because you're a smart football person.
1: <laughs> no, because they have a decided kicker disadvantage. Moody, his a rookie and his wobbled and He's missed several big kicks. Huck is laughing. Buffalo is still crying. <laughs> Huckster from 91. That's the second Bill's 91 reference. That's another
0: That's another fucking reason that Dan Campbell should have cooked the field goal to go up 17 because you would have made Moody have to kick one. You let yeah. Moody off the hook. You let they him did. off the hook. They did. So. The Lions are who we thought they were. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening folks. Uh, big shout to Storyteller Beverages for leading our team LT or sorry, our touchdown team contest. Pick five guys at the start of the playoffs, most touchdowns wins. All right, we got a uh, we got Mike Morrison, my, my boy helping me out with the standings and whatnot, doing it all on Google Sheets this year, which is much easier. Thank you. And we'll post the standings and I'll post everybody's team who's sort of in the running. So everybody has a good idea of who they're up against and who needs touchdowns and whatnot. And uh, get up have fun. And we got another episode before the Super Bowl talking about Gatorade colors, more props, and we're, we're going to build a Super Bowl bet builder on the show to win a goddamn house in because That's what we fucking do here. All right. Thanks thanks for listening, folks. Anything for shut the fuck up? Nope. Anything for Weird Mike's last comment?
1: Beware of the Super Bowl, la la. Uh,
0: Kyle Shanahan likes to think that he doesn't need a rock star quarterback to win Super Bowl rings. How has that worked so far, Kyle? How has that worked so far? Maybe you should have called Tom Brady more than once. Maybe you should have taken him a couple years ago when he wanted to come to San Fran. You'll be ringless again this year, Kyle. Sorry, bud. All right. See you later. She spent the 90s living through a TV Sitting cross-legged two feet from the screen She moves like she's in a dream Her boyfriend's eyes on the neon green She hits century looking for some fun Like she's staring back into the barrel of a gun One blink, she's already gone Don't you fuck around